Are you looking for the newest and hottest in the world of pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 6,000 hours of the best events from over 150 of your favorite promotions from 20 different countries around the globe. Brands like Progress Wrestling, Evolve Wrestling, Combat Zone, Defy, PCW Ultra, PWX, Over the Top, Shine, and hundreds of others with fresh content added every day for only $5.99 per month. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. Hey, this is the national treasure, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. It's the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. With the Enforcer. I believe they're called Enforcers, Gordon. I sell women's shoes. And the Stallion. Stallion, baby! I am not what you would call a handsome man. I'll kick you in the nuts and you'll smile at me and like it. All night! Welcome back to another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your host, He's the Stallion. I am the Enforcer, and this week we are back with yet another edition, hot off the heels of probably our most successful interview and show ever with uh, the virtuosa Diana Perazzo. The recently victorious virtuosa Diana Perazzo retaining her Impact Wrestling Knockouts title against ODB at uh, TNA Sacrifice. We are back. And this week, it's a big week in professional wrestling. It's a decent week in professional wrestling uh, with WWE Fastlane. And I think it's Saturday at 1126. I think the card was just finalized about six hours ago, Joe. So we have the full card for that. So we're going to be touching on that. Also, finally... Finally, the NWA is returning with back for the attack on Fight TV. I felt alone again without docking, and I feel like I had to fight tooth and nail for the NWA. I was trying to like go with as many docking references. Uh, alone again, tooth and nail, back for the attack. I should have jumped into the fire. Um, and then I would have dreamed. I got nothing. All right. Anyway. Uh, yeah. NWA is back. And you and I were huge proponents of the NWA when they were around last year. And is it fair to say that they took this whole COVID gimmick the hardest? I feel like they were right on the precipice and then COVID. I think so. I mean, if you look at it just as it, from an overall perspective, I mean, they were doing those tapings. Um, at the studios in Atlanta, they were getting consistent crowds every week. And um, for the, I can't remember which pay-per-view they were going to next. might've been a rocket cup. Yeah, there you go. That uh, they were moving to a planning to go to a larger venue and then COVID hit and kind of cut things off. Um, They weren't able to tape for a year or close to a year. 
And in that time, many of the guys and gals that they were featuring on TV have since left for other promotions because other promotions started running during the pandemic. So now that they are back, their roster looks much different, but I'm glad that they are back and they have very strong, um, still several very strong personalities and wrestlers and you know, none better than Nick Aldis at the top. So um, it's great to see them back and it's always good to have more wrestling to watch, right? And Oh, a hundred percent. And even to kick us further in the nuts, I was listening to Billy Corgan on um, busted open yesterday. And he said he had struck a deal with live nation and NWA was going to tour nationwide right before COVID. <laughs> Thanks a lot. The damn COVID virus, mm. but we're back. NWA is back. I implore everybody. If you're a fan of wrestling, if you're a fan of independent wrestling if you're a fan of the old school the jim crockett um uh crockett wrestling and you know r.i.p jim crockett by the way we didn't touch on that but he um he passed away another um another loss we had recently was josephus uh joseph hudson aka uh, josephus aka the question mark and probably the most over wrestler in the NWA, he got over with Aaron Stevens. Um, they were hilarious. They were a great team. And if you go to um, if you go to YouTube and you type in NWA wrestling, they have a little um, they have an extended clip of the dedication to um, to Joseph Hudson. It is fantastic. Uh, Duke Duke agrees. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, it is a fantastic introspective of um, the light. Not so much the life of Joseph Hudson, but how he transformed to the question mark, how he got over with the fans, his true love of professional wrestling, and what he meant to Aaron Stevens, a.k.a. Damian Sandow. And that is why Aaron Stevens is challenging for the championship, uh, the real world's championship uh, against Nick Aldis in the main event of Back for the Attack. So uh, I seriously, I implore everybody, go check it out. Go watch it. It'll get you pumped up. It'll get you motivated. And spend the $14.99 on Fight TV, 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Sunday to watch a wrestling show. And then afterwards, you could watch Fastlane. But first, before we get into our Fastlane predictions, we are going to get into our NWA Back for the Attack predictions. Let me just pull up the card over here on this gimmick, and we will start off. They just announced another match this morning. Oh, good. Fight TV is my favorite. Okay, so top to bottom, we'll start at the bottom, Joe. We will work our way up. You, you, everything okay over there? Is What's Duke chewing on? Oh, uh-oh, Joe. We, we lost you. I don't hear any audio from you. He's rap battling another dog outside right now, so. Oh, nice. Okay. He's spitting rhymes. So, uh, yeah, if you want to bring up that card for the NWA, I'll try to quiet this bad boy down so we don't ruin so the good. rest of the yep, podcast. I'll get the card. I'll, uh, we'll get the card. We'll start uh, bottom top. I'll just read off the card and then we'll get into it. Opener is a four-way match. Crimson versus Jack Stain versus Jordan Clearwater versus Slice Boogie. Next up, um, we have NWA he uh, National Heavyweight Champion Trevor Murdoch defends against Chris Adonis, the former Chris Masters. Uh, one half of the world tag team uh, champions, Kratos, takes on Tyrus. If you've been watching um, uh, New Japan Strong, uh, J.R. Kratos. NWA World Heavyweight Champion Pope defends his title against Thomas Latimer uh, in what probably is the most anticipated match on the show. Thunder Rosa takes off, uh, takes off. Hello. Thunder Rosa faces off against Camille for the uh, NWA World Women Championship number one contenders match. Thunder Rosa coming off the match of the year 
against Britt Baker this week in the NW on the NWA on AEW Dynamite in the blackout match. And the main event, as you mentioned, the greatest heavyweight champion right now, the man who exemplifies what it means to be a champion, the man who holds the National Wrestling Alliance World's Heavyweight title with the prestige that the Harley races, that the Ric Flair's, that the Dory Funks, that the Terry Funks held it with. Nick Aldis defends his title against Aaron Stevens as a dedication to the question mark. There's a lot of emotion on the line in this match. Um, I'm looking forward to the show. So, uh, Joe, if Duke the Dumpster is done rap battling, we can get you. St- he's not done. He's, he's still going. We're just going to have to roll with it. So <laughs> let's go through. Okay, sick. Okay, so uh, first match on the card. I'm thinking uh, I like Slice Boogie. Never seen him. Love the name. Love the look. I'm going with Slice Boogie getting the win over Crimson Jack Dane and Jordan Clearwater. I'm going to go with Jax Dane just because I know he's an NWA guy for a while, and uh, he's got some experience, so I'm going with Jax Dane. Next up, Trevor Murdoch and Chris Adonis. I'm going to go with Trevor Murdoch keeping the title here. These two guys are very familiar with each other, uh, familiar with each other from their days in the WWE. And Trevor Murdoch has just gotten so over with the fans. He is like a Dick Slater, Dick the Bruiser um, kind of throwback. And I, I think he retains the NWA National Heavyweight Championship here. Yeah, I agree with that. I think um, just just not knowing what, what Chris Adonis' situation is, if this is like a one-shot deal, uh, I think that Trevor Murdoch keeping the title since he's kind of embedded in the NWA right now and has been for a little while. I think that's the way to go. Next up, uh, Kratos taking on Tyrus uh, again here. I'm going to say, I don't know what Tyrus's situation is either. And I think getting J.R. Kratos a win over an established guy like Tyrus on a pay-per-view is only going to be good for him in the NWA going forward. So I think J.R. Kratos takes the win. Uh, I agree. I don't think that Tyrus should be winning any matches in 2021. So I'm going to go with uh, JR in this one. I mean, I also don't think Matt Hardy or Jeff Hardy should be winning any matches in 2021 either, but here we are. Uh, Next up, the Pope and Tom Latimer. I think we see an upset here. We see a new champion crown with Tom Latimer. He has been a stalwart in the NWA for quite some time. He uh, and his better half, Camille, they are really who the, uh, a couple of the cornerstones of, the National Wrestling Alliance and the Pope has been uh, great. I think he won the title from Zicky Dice, but I, I think we see an upset here. And Tom Latimer uh, wins the NWA World Television title. I'm going to stick with the. He doesn't like that idea. I'm going to stick with the Pope uh, on this one, just because Pope's a good talker, and I think the NWA is built around good talkers with their champions and in their main event slots. So I'm going to go with the Pope. Thunder Rosa and Camille, man, oh, man, Thunder Rosa is on such a hot streak right now. I think the right move is to keep her hot. I don't think Camille has lost a match yet, so she might still be undefeated. Joe, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't know. She is. Okay. Uh, I think Thunder Rosa gets a big win here and becomes the number one contender for the NWA World Women's Championship. So I'm going to go the other way on this one. I think that they're going to leverage Thunder Rosa's recent popularity and surge in the mainstream and continue to push Camille to the top. I think ultimately the end game is Camille being the NWA women's champion. So I'm going to go with Camille to defeat Thunder Rosa and probably get the biggest win of her career and ultimately uh, become the number one contender for the NWA women's championship. And 
uh, that would mean somebody's taking on Serena Deeb at some point, the current NWA World Women's Champion. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised to see Britt Baker show up on the NWA. I think that would be awesome. Give the fans the money's worth uh, because Britt Baker might be the face of AEW, not just the women's division, the face of AEW at this point. They already have that shirt um, with her bloody face, and it, it's just really good stuff. So that brings us to the main event, the NWA World's Heavyweight championship the real world's champ nick aldis defending against aaron stevens this is really a tough one for me because i feel like emotionally you want to give it to aaron stevens um as an ode to his friend the question mark josephus uh but i don't know i think nick aldis is truly damn near unbeatable so i'm gonna go with my buddy right there the big guy nick aldis uh to retain but if you listen to that, um, to the promo, the promo that I told everybody to check out earlier, Aaron Stevens made a great point. He said he doesn't have to be better than Nick Aldis at all in this match. What he has to do is capitalize and make Nick Aldis make one mistake. And I thought that was so, so telling. And it was such a great promo from Aaron Stevens. So I'm glad to see Aaron Stevens in the main event spot. Um, but I think Nick Aldis retains here. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that Nick Aldis has to keep it uh, right now just for the sake of the NWA. And he's the biggest name that they have, in my opinion. And he's been such a good champion for them. Um, Aaron Stevens, again, is a great athlete and he's a great promo and he's a great character. But to me, he's not, despite the emotion behind it that you mentioned, I don't think he should be the NWA World's Heavyweight Champion right now as they restart and kind of relaunch after the break from the pandemic. So I'm going to go with Nick Aldis to retain the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. Nick Aldis to retain NWA back for the attack to be a phenomenal show top to bottom. Even if you don't know anybody on the show or you know one or two names and just support this company that stuck it out in this pandemic. They've done the best they absolutely can. And we hope to see them return to prominence like they were pre-pandemic before the new normal, whatever other bullshit you want to call it. Um, NWA is here to stay and I am, uh, I'm here for it as the kids say, Joe. So that brings us to fast lane has Duke, the dumpster stopped barking so we can get you to run down the card. Or would you like me to pull the card up? I have the card here, buddy. Let's, uh, I got it up here. We have seven matches, uh, for fast lane this Sunday. I know this is your favorite pay-per-view of the year. It'll be available on WWE network and Peacock, AKA the cock the cock yes so uh we all know how vince feels about cocks so seven matches on the card i'm going to start off hot with your favorite match the match you're most looking forward to on the card the women's tag team championships it is Shayna baszler and nia Jax defending against sasha banks and bianca belair I mentioned this on Twitter the other day, just so everybody knows the quickest way to get a title shot in WWE is to be in a singles feud with somebody else who is not your partner, Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks feuding, get a title shot. Oscar Charlotte feuding, get a title shot. Balor and Karrion Cross feuding, get a title shot. Balor and was it O'Reilly? Balor and O'Reilly got a title shot, right? Maybe. Okay. Uh, so yeah, in this match, uh, I don't give a fuck at all. Um, there's no reason. I mean, maybe one of these girls is going to go heel because they're both kind of a tweener. They're both annoying sometimes, but really good performers. 
So I'm going to say Shayna and Nia retain the title. I'm also going to go with Shayna and Nia. They are a minus 400 favorite. Uh, Banks and, and Belair are plus 250. Um, so I'm going to go with Baszler and Nia Jax to keep it. I'm assuming there's going to be like a four-way match or something at WrestleMania for the women's titles across brands or something like that. I mean, who knows? I can't wait to talk about the Street Profits who just won the title and then just lost. <laughs> oh, no, they just lost title, right? Yeah, They did lose the title, yes. Uh, let's go with the United States Championship. It is Riddle against Mustafa Ali. They just wrestled, I believe, last week on Raw, and Riddle defeated. No. Who cares? Yeah. Riddle defeated Ali. Ali has previously defeated Riddle, so they're just going to continue to have the same match over and over again, I think. Kind of so, like uh, and Sheamus? Yeah, I think that's the one. So uh, Riddle and Mustafa Ali for the U.S. title. I don't know, man. Uh, Ali wins because the, oh, the only thing Retribution has done since they've come out is lose, and at some point they're going to have to turn around. They're going to have to win a match. So I feel like uh, Ali is going to win this match. Yeah, I, I got to be honest with you. I have no idea. Um, this is such a strange. It I sucks, don't even think. Yeah, yeah. Riddle wasn't even supposed to get the title to begin with. I don't know what the hell's going on. Keith Lee. I, I'm going to go with Riddle. I'm going with Riddle. Why not? Recently added, apparently after last night's SmackDown is. Big Seth Rollins fan over here. Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I want everybody to look at my shirt. Remember these days? Remember the old school, the King of Strong style? Shinsuke Nakamura. He's coming back. And he's going to fuck Rollins up. That's right. Nakamura, old school. Boomie back at a head. Shinsuke Nakamura gets the Duke clean. One, two, three in the center. Not going to happen. But... We're going to get probably a schmaz. Cesaro's going to get involved. Maybe a triple threat at WrestleMania. That match would be awesome. But I want the king of strong style back. I want the guy that beat the shit out of AJ Styles of Wrestle Kingdom. He's coming back, baby. Nakamura here. I think, I think he's dead. Um, I'm going with Seth <laughs> oh, that, Rollins. That, that, that version of Nakamura. That version of Nakamura. Is yeah. I'm going with Seth Rollins. I think that I don't want to jinx it because everything seems to be pointing to Rollins and Cesaro with a singles match at WrestleMania, which should be quite awesome. And I'd be very excited for Cesaro if that was the case. So I'm going to say that Rollins wins this match and ultimately it lands on Rollins and Cesaro at WrestleMania. Uh, Let's go with God help us all. Alexa bliss versus Randy Orton in an intergender match apparently is taking place on Sunday. And yes, Mike, Alexa bliss is a minus 200 favorite to win over Randy Orton at plus 150. I don't know what you said, but my elect... Oh, you said blank, 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 Bliss, and then it's talking upstairs, and now Hunter's barking because blank Blexa is fucking with him. That's funny. Uh, Dude, I don't give a shit. This is ridiculous. Alexa... Damn it. Bliss is the favorite against Randy Orton... Randy Orton, who beat Keith Lee, what? Uh, blank Bliss wins. Probably we get the Fiend back. Cool. That seems most likely. I think that's what I've been since I've learned that this match is happening. It seems like this has to be the spot where the Fiend finally comes back and does something to screw over Randy Orton, or maybe this will be a schmoz finish or something like that. But if there's going to be a winner, it's probably going to be Alexa Bliss. Uh, so let's it's just not going to be there. us. 
I'll tell you that much. And, uh, it's not good to be us watching the show. Never speak of this again. Yep. Um, let's go to the Intercontinental Championship. It is Big E defending against Apollo Cruz and his cool accent. Uh, do you have a feel for who wins this match, Mike? I have a feel for a couple of things. I have a feel for out of nowhere, Apollo Cruz developed the Black Panther accent from the movie Black Panther. However, this would be a great place to bring back Apollo Cruz's old name, Uha Nation. Um, I actually like this feud. I like that Apollo Cruz is getting some TV time. I like that he's being taken seriously. The accent's a little wonky for me because literally in the interview, he was talking normal and then accent, um, whatever. But that being said, uh, I would like to see Apollo Cruz win here. I don't think we're going to because it'd be a very quick reign for Big E, but I, I think I'm going to go with Apollo Cruz. I'm going to go with Big E in this one. And I think that the Cruz character is a little bit, a little bit wonky to me. I mean, I think he's, he's a great wrestler. I know that they probably wanted to give him a different gimmick to see if I could get him over further and turn him heel. So, I mean, kudos for trying, but to me, it's not something that I feel is worthy of getting a victory over Big E here, unless they're going to do some sort of thing where they take the title off Big E and have him win at WrestleMania in front of fans. But Big E's minus 300 Apollo Crews is plus 200. I'm going with the favorite. I'm going with Biggie. Going with the underdog. <laughs> so let's is- go. Is Duke going with, is going with Apollo Crews? Apparently, yeah. Uh, let's go with <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Sheamus in a no-holds-barred match. These guys have wrestled several times uh, in the last few months and as they went from friends to foes. And they've had some pretty good matches. So I can't really, as much as I'm not a big fan of Sheamus still being a, you know, upper card player at this point in his career. Um, I, uh, I have to give them credit for having some good matches in the past. Drew McIntyre minus 600 heavy favorite this Sunday, Sheamus plus 350. Didn't they already announce Sheamus versus Bob? I'm sorry. Um, McIntyre versus Lashley at mania. They did, yes. That's why I think a lot of people feel this match is a bit of a foregone conclusion. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's at least on T- if you follow the storyline or people following the storyline, they've had a couple of matches. Um, you know, Sheamus had turned on Drew maybe a month or so back. So, I mean, I'd be very surprised if Sheamus wins this match. But um, rumor has it that they are looking to make one of the title matches at WrestleMania a triple threat match. Um, and uh, you could see if Sheamus wins this, that perhaps he gets inserted into that on the raw side. Um, or depending on how the SmackDown side goes, you can maybe see Daniel Bryan getting inserted into the main event on the SmackDown. But what's your official, p- I'm going to say Drew McIntyre wins this. I still don't think Drew should be losing a lot of matches, especially yeah. if he's going to be in the main event of WrestleMania. Um, I think Drew should win this and close this feud out with Sheamus. And I'm not sure what Sheamus is going to go on to do, but um, personally, I'd be more concerned about Drew to make sure that he's strong going into the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah, they already did that fucking stupid uh, the stare to stare head spot. You know, listen, I don't get me wrong. Uh, the exploding barbed wire death match gimmick definitely deserved all the um, the criticism it received. But to do that stare, like you're both <laughs> you're both running with the stairs on your head, and uh, that just made that was that was that was rough. And these two guys are way above that. They've just delivered and beat the shit out of each other week after week after week it's been it's been some good wrestling so uh, i have no problem with this match happening 
on a pay-per-view, but maybe it shouldn't have happened so many times leading up to the pay-per-view. They already used the gimmicks. They already used the weapons, so they're going to have to pull out some stops for this one. But if any two guys can do it, it's these two. I'm going with Drew. He has to win. He can't. You can't have Drew lose, and then even if it's a schmoz, you can uh, have a guy lose going into the pay-per-view before WrestleMania? Like that would that, that should never, ever happen. So I'm going to go with Drew. Yep. And I think they – so the main event here – I'm, I don't know. I don't know which one will be. I'm assuming this will be the main event of the show. Roman Reigns defending the Universal Championship as against Daniel Bryan with Edge as the special guest enforcer. Edge defeated Jay Uso last night on SmackDown to become the special enforcer for this match. Enforcer. Hashtag enforcer. Uh, so I think this is an interesting one. I mean, Daniel Bryan has done an excellent job of, I think, making everything. Yeah, Sorry. making me debt for sure, and I think a lot of people believe that he has a chance to win the Universal title, and his storyline has kind of been, you know, if Edge wasn't there, I would think that this was building to Brian finally winning it at WrestleMania. Um, but ultimately, I don't see him beating Roman Reigns in a one-on-one match uh, on Sunday, even with Edge as a special enforcer. So I think that Roman Reigns will find a way to retain, and there will be some sort of interaction with him and Edge to further build up their Mania match uh, next month. Yeah, I agree with that. But then what the hell does Brian do at Mania? That, that's the question. I, I Daniel Bryan is a, a legend. He's, he's a living legend for what he's been able to do since his return. Behind the scenes, um, the rumor mill behind the scenes is uh, the dirt sheets say, or Meltzer, or Mike Johnson, I don't know. So They said that Edge is really d- nonchalant behind the scenes like about his place as a writer and stuff and he's kind of putting himself in positions where daniel bryan is there week in a week out helping the young guys putting the young guy the um, the underused guys the guys deserve it so here we are in the same match so it's a little bit interesting i uh i i can't i see an instance where roman hits edge edge goes to hit roman misses hits daniel bryan roman count gets the three count while like staring edge down that could lead to a triple threat of mania so i'm going roman keeps the title here but they had some they have some outs and it's a pretty good storyline so uh, i'm here for it yeah i'm with you and just for the sake of the betting lines roman reigns minus 700 daniel bryan plus 400 so roman is a heavy heavy favorite to retain the title I think, like you said, some some way, somehow, Roman's going to walk out of this with the Universal Championship, as he should, um, as much as I enjoy Daniel Bryan and the storyline that he's kind of built up for himself here. I think that's um, it's been a very positive experience. So I think that, but I think Roman Reigns ultimately will retain. And uh, Duke agrees. Roman Reigns, he's yeah, the, big, the big dog. He is the big dog, right? So he's the big dog. The fact that he's barking with a bone in his mouth, I feel like is wildly impressive. And, I wish uh, we could get him on camera. We'd really get over. Um, who's your lock of the night, Joe? I think I'm going to go with hmm, lock of the night, huh? Uh, gosh, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Drew. I feel like Drew's the, Drew's like, you know, I think Seamus beating Drew would be a significant mistake uh, all the way around. So I'm going to go with Drew as my lock of the night. How about you? Well, seeing that it would be a significant mistake, I'm not going to bet against it in the current Bruce Pritchard climate of WWE, but I know they're not going to beat the big dog. Um, and if they're going to beat the big dog. They're not going to do it at a place with no fans. 
So I think the lock of the night, I don't care if he's minus 15,000, is going to be Roman Reigns. He keeps that title. Um, there should be some fun stuff surrounding it, but Roman Reigns is my lock of the night. Don't be afraid to put the money down on the big dog. Minus 700. 700 shekels makes you 100. Makes you your 700 plus 100 back. So don't be afraid. Throw it on there. And if you lose, eh, that's uh, it's not my fault. You listen to me. Well, I'm just a guy. Just the guy behind the guy. Listen, here's what I want to tell you to do. Fast lane is this weekend. Feel free to watch it on the cock or watch it on the WWE network, wherever you want to watch it on. But um, make sure you check out NWA back for the attack 4 p.m. Eastern this Sunday. It will cleanse your, it'll uh, totally your appetite there for wrestling um, before fast lane. And if you want to really an AB test, you want a head to head comparison, watch fast lane for the wrestling and then watch, um, watch, I'm sorry, watch NWA for the wrestling and then watch Vaseline and really sit back and ask yourself which one you enjoyed more and what do you enjoy out of the product? Um, NWA is, uh, like I said, 4 p.m. Fight TV. Check it out. Replays on demand and all that fun stuff. And then Fastlane. So it's going to be a good wrestling weekend. We are on the road to WrestleMania. And on top of that, we're on the road to the collective. There's a lot of, uh, it's going to be a lot of wrestling related stuff going on in the next two weeks. So be sure to check us out. Make sure to follow us everywhere at All Night Long WP, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, go to youtube.com, type in wrestling headlines, follow them there. That's where all of our shows are updated. We appreciate them and uh, all of their support to us. And go check out our Deanna Perazzo interview. It was awesome. The last thing I'm going to show, ah, there we go. Born Scum Clothing Company. Go check out Born Scum. Use our promo code all night long. Save 10, 15% off. They make great stuff. Um, tell them the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast sent you. That's it for another edition of the All Night Long Wrestling Podcast. We are your hosts. He's the Stallion. That was Duke. I'm the Enforcer. And we are tapping out.